Hello and welcome to the Leadership That Last podcast. I'm your host, Greg Raymer. Thank you so much for joining me here on another episode on this new podcast on leadership. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the elements pyramid that uh, I have been referencing throughout the last few episodes of this podcast as I've been talking about the five common elements of effective and sustaining leadership. And so in this episode, episode eight, I'm going to be putting those elements together in telling you how they can work together to help you be a leader for life. Welcome to Leadership That Lasts. Hello and welcome to episode eight of this new podcast on leadership. I'm your host, Greg Raymer. Thank you so much for joining me here on yet another episode here on the Leadership That Last podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be taking basically the last five episodes and kind of putting them together in a structured pyramid uh, to talk about the different elements that I've been talking about over the last few episodes and how they work together. Of course, these five elements that I've talked about over the last few episodes are nothing new to leadership. These are characteristics or attributes that hopefully every leader has. Uh, But the reason I put these together and talk specifically about these five elements is because I believe that if you have these elements within your within your arsenal as a leader, I believe that you are going to be able to be an effective leader and not just an effective leader, but an effective leader for life. And so that's why I love these characteristics. I love these elements. And of course, they're nothing new about them. Um, These are probably pretty standard, hopefully, in most leaders. And all I've done is just kind of taken them and put them together. And hopefully they'll be able to... uh, help you in your leadership as you become an effective leader for life. And so what I want to talk about in today's episode is kind of take take these elements, um, these five different elements, and put them together. And when I think about putting them together, I've put, put them together in a pyramid form, and I'll explain why I did that here in a second. But let's quickly review what the five elements are of common and effective Uh, leadership. Those are self-care, compassion, service, integrity, and vision. So it's self-care, compassion, service, integrity, and vision. So if you've been listening to this podcast for any time now, you have heard these elements because the last five episodes, I've taken a deep dive into each of these elements individually. Uh, And if these are all new to you, I will do a brief overview of each of them in this episode. But if you want to go back to episode two of this podcast, I do a high view of all of those elements. And then the subsequent episodes, uh, I go into detail on each of those elements. So this will probably be one of the last podcasts where I talk very specifically about these elements. Um, I'm going to assume most of the podcasts subsequent to, to this one. Uh, will be more broad in on leadership. Of course, I'll talk about these elements along the way because I believe they're they need to be at the core of of every leader. But um, this will probably be the last uh, podcast episode where I really take a deep dive into what these elements are. So, 
why did I choose a pyramid to put these elements together? There's so many different things that different diagrams that you can use like circles or a, a pyramid or a timeline that you could use to kind of talk about different um, characteristics of a leader. But I chose a pyramid because I believe that all of these elements, while they are individual of each other, um, I think that they can be used to grow on each other and grow you as a leader. And I'm going to hopefully explain that here in this episode. And so the reason I chose a pyramid is because if you, if you know a, a pyramid, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming everyone listening to this podcast uh, understands what a pyramid looks like. It's basically a triangle. And of course there are different kinds of, of pyramids that may be three-sided or four-sided, um, but if you just look at it in a flat dimension, it's just a simple triangle. And so when we think about that, as we think about the pyramid, think about a triangle on a piece of paper and the pyramid, obviously the bottom of it, the base of it, when you think about an actual pyramid like in Egypt or, or, or Mexico, um, these pyramids that have been around for, for thousands of years, that the base of these pyramids are the thing, the, the base is what holds the weight of the rest of the pyramid. And so um, when we think about these elements, there's a str strategic reason why um, I started with self-care moving up to vision. And so self-care is going to be at the bottom of the pyramid. And so when you think about a pyramid, you think about a triangle at the bottom of the triangle, the bottom of the pyramid would be self-care. And self-care is going to take up the whole bottom kind of portion of the pyramid. If you divided the, the pyramid up into to equal portions, the bottom section will be self-care. And why is that? That is because self-care, I believe, should be the bedrock of every leader. The self-care should be the bedrock of every leader. Because like I've said probably a thousand times already, if you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to be able to take care of others. And so you must be able to take care of yourself. And so self-care must be the one thing that you focus on 24-7. So if we if we think about this in context of an office setting, okay, let's say you're a manager or a director or a leader of a company or a team. And so let's say that your people see you 40 hours a week, Okay. Well, you don't just work on your self-care for those 40 hours. You're going to work on your self-care all the time, 24-7. It's, it's how you eat. It's how you exercise. It's if you exercise. It's what you drink. It's, it's um, how you take care of your body. It's how you take care of your mental health. All those different things that I've talked about in previous episodes. But you work on that 24-7. So self-care is the bottom of the pyramid. And that doesn't mean it's bottom as in bad. It's actually the, probably the best thing. It's the one thing that if you're going to work on something first in your leadership, it would be yourself. Uh, not in a selfish way, but in a way that you can take care of yourself so you can take care of others. And so self-care would be at the bottom. It is the bottom piece of the pyramid because it is the most important thing that you do, it supports you and ultimately supports your team um, or company or family, whatever it is that you are leading, whatever uh, leadership position that you have, it's going to help support you because you're taking care of yourself so you can take care of others. And so as we move up the pyramid from, from self-care, the next one would be compassion. 
So compassion is uh, pretty broad on the pyramid. It's, it's, you know, the second, second kind of section there. It's obviously not as big as self care. So maybe you're not focusing as much attention on compassion are you, as you are self care, but compassion is still takes up a pretty big piece of your time, of your energy, because if you are a compassionate leader, then, um, you are able to care for and serve your team well. And so your ability to be compassionate um, flows out of your ability to take care of yourself. That's why it, it's right above self-care. So as you take care of yourself, you're being compassionate to yourself by taking care of yourself. Then you're able to care for other people. And so because you understand that you yourself are a complex creature, you're able then to understand that the people that you serve with uh, that are under your leadership are complex creatures as well. And so hopefully that will help you uh, in your compassion as you grow in your compassion and you're able to um, keep compassion towards the bottom of that element pyramid and spend a lot of time working on your compassion, being compassionate, understanding your people, knowing your people, caring for your people. Again, if, if you want to learn more about compassion and, and, and leadership, I talk about it in episode three of, of this podcast. And so the next element that we see in this element pyramid is going to be service. And and so if, if you are taking care of yourself, if you are compassionate towards yourself, compassionate towards the people that are under your leadership, then you are able to serve them. Having this greater understanding of those that you lead, having a greater understanding of those that you lead will help you in knowing how to better serve them because you know that there's your strengths, sorry, you know their strengths and you know their weaknesses. And so as you've been compassionate towards those that are in your leadership, you get to know them, you get to know what they're really strong in, you get to know what they're weak in. And so you can serve them as a leader, you can help them grow um, in both of their, their strengths and their weaknesses. And so I talk uh, about service more in episode five of this podcast, if you want to go back and listen to that after this episode. Um, but as you serve people and as you lead them, it will help not only you, but it'll help them grow in their abilities, grow in their leadership. It's going to help the overall team grow because you are giving them the resources. You are serving them. You're giving them the resources that your people need to grow in their abilities and in their vocation and whatever role it is they have within your company, the family, um, or you know maybe community organization that you're a part of. So as you serve those people, they're able to do their job even better than if you didn't help them. And so once they're doing their job better, then the company as a whole is going to be better because they're able to be more free and do the things that they're able to do um, within their role. And so serve those who are under your leadership. And so that is the third element. And that's about the middle part of the pyramid. If you're, if you're seeing the pyramid here on on a piece of paper, a triangle on a piece of paper. It's right about there in the middle. And so you're going to spend the most time on self-care, a little less time on compassion, a little less time on service, but you're still going to put energy into those things. And then the next element is going to be integrity. And so now that you have, you know, you're taking care of yourself, you're compassionate and caring for the people that you serve, you're starting to gain trust with them because you're serving them. They see that, that you actually believe in them, that you actually care about 
you know, who they are. They actually care about the needs that they have. And so you're able to gain trust with them. And so one of the, the easiest ways to lose trust with somebody is to not be a person of integrity. And so that's why integrity is here on this element is one of these five elements is because you must be a person of integrity. Now that you've gained the trust, you don't want to lose it. So in order to maintain in your integrity, be a person of your word, um, owning your mistakes and helping those around you make them better. Um, those are just some of the ways that, that you can grow in your integrity. And if you want to lose your integrity, do the opposite of those things. Uh, don't be a person of your word. Don't admit when you're wrong. Um, sabotage people. Don't give them the resources they need to grow in their abilities. Um, those are great ways to not be a person of integrity. And so um, be a person of integrity because um, there will be hard times that come within your leadership within your company, your family, your community, organization, whatever it is, there's going to be hard times. But if you are a person of integrity, the people that you are leading, as they see you not waver in those hard times, um, they're going to be more apt to work even harder. They're going to you know, see that you are for them, that you are willing to stand strong in the face of adversity. And that is going to be, uh, that's going to have a massive impact on your overall leadership, your effectiveness as a leader, if you are a person of integrity and that you are not a person that runs out of the room when things get hard, but you stay, you fight, and you want to work through it. And so be a person of integrity. That is the fourth element in the five common elements of effective and sustaining leadership. And that's right towards the top of the pyramid. And the last uh, little element here is going to be vision. And so vision is important um, because as you are a person who's serving your people and you have integrity, you've gained their trust and you've held their trust, um, you need to have a vision, a direction that you're going, um, a, a thing for the team to shoot for. You know, you've built upon all these different elements. And if there's kind of nothing that you're really going after, then you're just wasting a lot of time. You're wasting your time. You're wasting the people's time that work for you, uh, that are within your family or community event. Um, and so have a vision. You must have a vision as a leader. I, I wrote here, being a leader with a vision is a must to ensure all that has been established through your leadership continues to move forward. And so, you know, I talked about this actually in the last episode. So episode seven of this podcast, I talked more about vision, go into a little more detail. And I believe one of the things I talked about was, you know, you, you need to almost be, you know, training people to take over your role. And so if you don't have a vision for, for the company or the family beyond you, um, then you, you need to rework your vision because, you know, if, if you just have a vision that it all rests on you, then all of those elements below are, are all just about pointless because that means that you're really living for yourself or you're leading for yourself. And so you're probably less a leader and more a dictator. And so if you don't have a vision beyond you and beyond you being in that position or you being um, the head of the household or whatever the case may be, uh, you need to rethink that vision. But vision is important to engage in, even though it's kind of the smallest of the elements because it's, it's at the top of the pyramid, the smallest kind of section of the pyramid. It's important because it's it's actually where the public sees you um, first. And so if you think about this, if you think about the pyramid, it, you know, you're looking at a pyramid, um, 
you know, the, the people that you hire, the people that want to work with you, for you, the people that are part of your community organization, they're actually engaging you first, probably out of your vision. They, they, know, they know less about how much time you spend on self-care. They know more about what it is that you do. And so I think about like this with Apple. I, the, the company Apple, you know, I love their phones and their computers and their iPads and all the different products that they put out. And so I engage with them as a customer through their vision on what, like, what it is that they do. You know, what is it the thing I, I, I engage with them at the culmination of all their hard work? I engage with them by buying their final product. And so that's how I understand Apple is I understand Apple from their vision to create really good products. Um, I don't know what it took to get there. I don't know what it took for that computer or phone to be made. Um, all the planning meetings, all the you know engineering of the device or whatever. I don't understand everything that's kind of at the bottom of this element pyramid, but I, I'm engaging with them first uh, through their vision. And so that's why even though vision is a smaller part of the pyramid, it's still important because that's the in a lot of ways, the public facing piece of your leadership. People are going to engage with you on what it is you're actually doing, not how you're actually implementing it. Now, as they get to know you, and as they get to know your company or your family, they're going to see if you are a person of integrity. They're going to see if you are somebody who serves their people. You're going to see if you're compassionate. They're going to see if you're taking care of yourself. They're going to be able to understand if this vision that you have is actually going to be able to be sustainable. But that's the public-facing piece is the vision. The vision is the public-facing piece of your leadership. And so even though it is the smallest piece, it's still a very important piece because that's actually what the public sees. So to sum up, all of these elements work independent of each other. Okay, So you can work on your vision and still not be the most healthiest person. Um you know, it's possible to do that. But if you're not healthy as an individual and you're not able to sustain because you're sick or heaven forbid you lose your life or um, maybe you don't have good mental care, whatever the case may be, your vision won't be able to be implemented because you're not working on your self-care. And so this is personal to me because I actually struggle probably most in self-care. Um, I'm working on it actively working on it even as I record this podcast but that's a big thing for me is I have all these great visions for different things different you know companies I want to start or different projects I want to do um, but if I don't take care of myself then none of those projects are going to come to fruition because I'm always going to be struggling to to complete the task because I don't have uh, good physical health or mental health or good priorities in line and so while you can work on these things individually, I'm going to highly recommend you start with self-care no matter where you are in leadership, whether you're just starting out, whether you're just interested in leadership, maybe you want to apply for a leadership position with your company, or maybe you've been running a company for 30 years. 
make sure that you're constantly working on your self-care because that at the bottom of the pyramid is the biggest piece and the one thing you need to be working on the most. And so while you can work on all of these elements at different times, you don't have to master. You're not going to master any of them, by the way. But you don't have to, quote unquote, master self-care before you move on to compassion. You can be compassionate or a person of integrity without, you know, still with still needing to work on elements below. Um, but I just put these together to kind of help us think about um, how these things could work together in a structured format. And that while these are all kind of individual elements or characteristics, they do work together. And if you put them together in this way, I believe it'll help you grow in your leadership and help you be a leader for life. And so um, that's really the big point of these five elements is really to be a framework. It's not so much to say, like, if you don't do it in this order, you're not a good leader. It's just a framework to help you take the guesswork out of leadership. I've taken a lot of the mistakes I've made, a lot of mistakes I've seen other leaders make, a lot of um, successes that I've had in leadership and a lot of successes that I've seen in leaders. And I've tried to deconstruct what were common in, in all of those. And these are the five things that I've kind of come up with that I've, I've seen over the last 20 plus, almost 30 years of, of either being in leadership or you know, working under people, you know, who are in leadership. And so I'm trying to help you streamline your leadership so you don't have to take 30 years to figure it out. And so I hope these elements will be helpful for you. I'm sure I'll create more content, specific content on this element pyramid in time. Um, but thank you so much for, for being a part of this podcast, being a part of this journey. Um, before I close out, I did want to say one thing. I'm, as of the recording of this podcast, we've had 98 downloads of the first, you know, seven episodes of this podcast. And, and so it comes out to be, I don't know, like six or seven, um, I guess, uh, downloads an episode, which is not a ton, but it's six or seven different individuals who are consuming this content on what seems like a regular basis. And I'm really thankful for that. I don't want to move past that. Um, I believe in what I'm doing and I believe in leadership that lasts and uh, I'm thankful if you are one of the five, six, seven people that have been listening to this podcast regularly. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing that. And maybe you're watching this on YouTube. Thank you for being a part of uh, this journey. Um, I, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. It means a lot. And so hopefully um, by the time you know, maybe this podcast, this episode that I'm recording right now will take us over the hundred download mark. And that will be a pretty big milestone. So thank you for being a part of this. And as always, if this has been beneficial to you, I would love it if you would leave a rating review, um, wherever you consume this uh, content, whether it's, um, through, you know, iTunes or Google podcast or Spotify, or maybe you're watching it on YouTube. Um, it goes a long way if you would like and subscribe to my YouTube channel, comment on each podcast, um, and, and leave a review or just say something about the podcast that helps to build the audience and get the word out to other people that may benefit from this content as well. And if some of this content is confusing to you and you have some suggestions for me, I'd love to hear them. Um, send me an email at greg at gregramer.com. That's greg at gregramer.com. I genuinely want to know how to be a better teacher of leadership. And so, again, thank you so much for joining me on this journey. And uh, I will see you back here next week 
on another episode of the Leadership Less Podcast, where I probably won't talk about as directly these five elements of effective and sustaining leadership. But thank you. I'll see you back here next week.